welcome to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where personal finance is about the person, not the numbers, and budget isn't a four-letter word anymore. Here's your co-host and certified professional financial coach, Jill Emanuel. Hello, hello everyone. How are you? We are going to talk a bit about transformation. This is something that has been on my mind a lot lately because it is something that I am personally experiencing myself on a physical level. So I recently hired a personal trainer. I know a lot of you have seen me posting my workout things and um, I'm on Instagram, very active on there, sharing my meals and the workouts that I'm doing and all of that. And it has been amazing. I am three months in. I'm feeling really great. I'm seeing a transformation in my body. I'm feeling an energy level that I haven't felt for years. I thought that I left that behind in my 20s. And it is just really cool to be amidst this process and experiencing this growth and experiencing this transformation. And every time that I do something like this, working with a coach, finding a way to invest in myself, a way to grow, It always inspires me to come back and share some of that with all of you. And this, you know, physical transformation that I've been experiencing has gotten me thinking about what I do as a financial coach and that I am truly in the business of financial transformation with my clients. And sometimes I feel like I probably don't do the greatest job of communicating that and you know, it got me thinking about why that is. Why is it so hard to communicate the transformation that my clients experience and put that into words and make it understandable for people? And I think, you know, when I compare to what I'm going through right now, working with my physical trainer, it's so much easier to show a physical transformation. There's before and after pictures. There's, you know, how your clothes fit. There's what the scale says. But outwardly, right, everyone can see it. Everyone can see when someone is losing weight, when they're on a diet, when they've been working out and gaining muscle. It's a very obvious thing, and the transformation is visual. So it makes it really, really easy And it is not like that with our financial transformation. A financial transformation is not very visible, and we can't see how it was before and how it is now. And as I was thinking through that, I was thinking about we can't show how it was before. Why can't we show how it was before? And here's what I've kind of come up with. So we're going to really dive into this and dissect this a little bit, but we can't show what it was before because no one wants to talk about it, right? It's not a visible thing and no one wants to talk about when they don't feel like they're in a good place financially. It's not obvious. No one can see it. We are covering it up by all of the other things that we're doing in life hoping that no one discovers that really our financial lives are a mess or that they're not where we want them to be. And so there's a lot that is really in that. And I kind of want to dive into that and talk about what that transformation is and where our minds go and how it's really hard for us to ask for help with our money right? It's hard to ask for help just in general. Oftentimes we, as a society, I believe are very 
you know, self-sufficient. We're trained to be very independent. We're trained to tackle things on our own and take pride in the fact that we can figure things out. But we do ask for help for some things, you know, like asking for a personal trainer or going to college to learn a new skill, trying to take some classes to learn how to dance or learn how to cook. We will ask for help in those things, but it's really, really hard to ask for help with money. And it's hard in a very different way. So let's look at that a little bit because I do see this oftentimes and I think I see it very frequently with the clients that I talk to who are thinking about coaching. So they're thinking about booking their Eureka session or they're thinking about if they should move into ongoing coaching and like really get help with their money, really get help with seeing a transformation and they're holding themselves back. They're, you know, hesitating, they're nervous about it, they're uncertain about it. And I promise that this, you know, is not a thing to try to make any of you feel bad or to pressure you in one way or another, but it really is to help you to navigate your own thoughts if this is you, because our mind is really our biggest obstacle to overcome. So here's a question that I want you to ask yourself, okay? Because I do think that this is something that a lot of us are coming up against. I know it's something that I battled against for years before I personally worked up the courage to make a phone call and ask for help with my finances. And the question is, why does it scare me so much to invest in my financial health? Okay? Why does it scare me so much to invest in my financial health? And this is, these are some of the reasons that I think come up for people, that I think are really beneath the surface or that they're feeling. One is that it feels too vulnerable or too embarrassing to ask for help. You really have to be willing to bear it all, to put it all out there. You feel very exposed and very raw. It's not a topic that is visible, like I just talked about. It's not something everyone can see. And so we've been hiding that messy part of life. And it feels too vulnerable or too embarrassing to ask for help, and therefore we don't. Another thing is that we fear judgment. We fear judgment for past mistakes, for maybe mishandling money in the past. We fear that we're going to be told that we're bad or a bad person, that we made a lot of mistakes and that it's being pointed out to us. And that is really hard and no one wants to experience that. And I do want to say that with financial coaching, our job is not to judge any past behaviors, any mistakes. We've all made them. Every person on this planet has made a mistake. I promise you, we've not all done it right. And our role as a coach is not to put judgment on anything that has happened. It is to look to the future and say, what is the life that you want and how can we co-create it? How can we make it happen? We don't care what happened in the past. The past is the past. We're starting with today and we've got a new plan and a new way of doing things and that's what we're going to focus on. Another thing that I think comes up when people are facing this fear or what scares them to invest in their financial health is that they worry about being told what to do with their money. I hear this one a lot, especially from the guys. They're like, I don't want anyone to tell me what to do with my money. Um, and this is t very likely untrue, actually. Let me just say that. If you're here, if you're thinking about 
should I get help or shouldn't I get help and I think I want help, your fear is really not that you're going to be told what to do with your money. Your fear is that you're going, you actually want to be told what to do with your money. That's what a lot of people tell me. I want to plan. You just want to be told that you can do all the fun things that you want in life and that you don't have to like choose between the tough things, right? So it really isn't that you don't want to be told what to do with your money. It's just that you worry that the things that you love will be taken away from you, which is not at all what we do. What we do is try to make sure you can have the things that you want the most, that those are something that's really in your life and not just a wish for you to have. That is my job, Jacqueline's job, Kelsa's job. We ensure that your priorities actually become your reality and not that you can't have any of the things that you want in life. So uh, just to address that one. Another thing that I hear from people or that I sense from them that's kind of underlying in the conversation is that they really worry that they're beyond help. They worry that nothing can be done, that they're going to be told that it's too late for them. I'm sorry, you're beyond help. There's nothing we can do now, which simply is not the case. No matter where you're starting right now, it can always be better. I promise it can always be better. It is never too late. There is never the inability for a fresh start to change things, to do something differently. And, but I do think that that's one of the things that we internalize that our thoughts tell us when we think about reaching out and asking for help. The last one that's on the list is that people worry that it's too expensive. So they think, I already am worried about my money and now how will I possibly add an additional expense? And this one, you guys, is really tough because on the surface, this seems so logical and it actually seems really financially responsible, right? So you're thinking about getting help with your money and then you're like, ooh, but that expense is too much. I'm not going to spend money because I'm being really responsible with my money right now and I'm not spending it. Look at me, right? So we feel like I'm doing the right thing. I'm being super responsible with my money by not spending money on this thing. And I actually believe that that is not the real reason at all. It is the surface reason. But I really believe that the real reason is not about the money at all. It's really about whether you believe you are worth it. And I know that can be like, hard to, to let sink in and hard to think about or maybe hard to acknowledge, but this really is a self-worth question, okay? Because the reality is that when our cell phone dies, we don't think twice about getting a new one, right? Like we might not like the expense necessarily. We don't want to spend $1,200 on a new phone, but we're going to do it anyway because we need this thing in our life. And so it's not the money, it's the question of, do I believe in myself? Do I believe that investing this money in coaching, that I am worth this, that I can be trusted to learn something new, that I can do it a different way, that I won't be shamed or embarrassed and be made to feel like a bad person, and I am willing to overcome this fear and this worry and this self-doubt and invest in my future so that I can have a different life. 
So it really truly is not about the money. It is about that feeling of shame or embarrassment and whether we believe that our self-worth, that our future life, that our education in this topic that is never going to go away, it is ingrained and intertwined into every aspect of almost everything that we are going to do in our lives is worth it. And this is really like, where it comes back to, you know, when I was thinking about my journey of transformation, investing in a physical trainer, in a personal trainer, because it's physical, like no one thinks that it is shameful or embarrassing for me to admit that I didn't know everything there is to know about exercise, fitness, nutrition, how to properly fuel my body. Actually, I got a lot of praise when I told people what I was doing. Investing in a trainer somehow is something that should be celebrated because it's a physical transformation, but investing in a financial coach somehow we believe is embarrassing or shameful. And I really believe the difference is that we cannot see the physical change. With a physical change like a trainer, we can show off our weight loss. We can show off the muscles we're building. I know that I'm personally experiencing it. I feel like it's really great to see how my clothes are fitting better, how much stronger I feel. And that visible and physical change is obvious to everyone around us. The difference with money is that no one else can see when things aren't going right. It is our own private secret, right? And so on the outside, because this isn't something visible, we believe no one else is struggling with this same thing because we can't physically see it and we don't want people to see it. And so we fake it. We feel shame asking for help with our money because we've been trying so hard our entire lives to lie and make it look like we know what we're doing. Okay. So this is not because we lack integrity. It's not because we're bad people. It's not because any of those things. It's just that we don't want anyone to see the messy bits and parts of life. We don't want to admit it if we don't have to show it, which is a very human reaction. It's a very normal thing to do. And we judge and base so much of what we believe about our world by what we can see with our eyes, right? And what do we see? So what do we see in America? We see people buying new homes, people buying new cars, going on vacation, buying designer purses, putting their kids in sports. There is a culture of consumption. I don't think likely most of you would argue with that. I think that that is a very real thing that we experience in our culture. We see it every single day. And when we see this, whether we know it or not, subconsciously, we believe that everyone is doing this because they can, that they have the money. Of course, they can go on vacation. They can buy the car. And we think to ourselves, why can't I do that? They can do that. Why can't I? And if they can and I, you know, am invited along, I should say yes, because I don't want them to question why I can't say yes, why I can't do the same thing, why I can't go on the same vacation. All of those thoughts come flooding into our heads and we talk ourselves into doing things that maybe we know we really 
don't want to be doing, shouldn't be doing. So let's see, I've got notes here and I just lost my spot, but we, yeah, we cannot see physically that people are putting things on a credit card or that they're feeling sick to their stomach every time they look at their bank account, that they're lying awake at night, that they're arguing with their spouse. We don't see that. What we see is all of the visual cues that tell us everyone else has this thing figured out, right? So we don't see the weight and the burden that people are actually carrying with them financially the same way that we see the weight and the burden that someone might physically be carrying with them. That's why it feels like a celebration when someone takes care of their physical health and it feels shameful to take care of your financial one, which is just a shame. It really truly is because our money is our entire life. It crafts our entire life. It's here for us forever. I really believe that this is something that the world needs to change. It is part of our mission at Fiscal Fitness is to help people talk about money in a positive way, to feel positive about their money, to feel hopeful, to feel like this is something they can have control of and to change and to use as a tool to create the life that they love. One of the most important things that we can all do is make sure that we are all taken care of financially. When we no longer have the burden of debt, when we don't have the self-doubt, sleepless nights, hours of worry, it allows us all to focus our energy on bigger and better things. It allows us to be free to dream, to pursue the career that you've always wanted, to support causes that are meaningful to you, and to truly live your life's greatest purpose. So why should it be embarrassing to want that for yourself? This is really a question that I want you to ask yourself. Why should it be embarrassing to want that for yourself, to want to be free of that burden, to want to have possibilities, to want to make those things truly possible and to not feel that shame anymore? So you may not all need or want financial coaching and that's okay, right? Some skills come more naturally to some of us than others. Money was not my first most natural and innate skill. Just like I don't have the skill of making beautifully artistic, beautiful cookies like my friend Jen does, but we all can and should believe that we are worthy of a life where money worries, self-doubt, embarrassment, shame, does not get carried with us every single day. So when I hear people, you know, I'll have people ask, you know, what I do. And when I tell them I'm a financial coach, they'll say, so, okay, so that means that you help people get on a budget. And you guys, that is so much the very first step, the surface step, the very beginning. I truly am in the business of transforming people's lives. That is what we are all about at Fiscal Fitness. You deserve that, and it's okay for you to want that for yourself. So prioritizing this education, you know, is and making it something that you invest in for yourself, that you choose to make a priority so that your next 20 plus years can be different than the last is something that should be celebrated. It is something that you should shout from the rooftops. And once you experience the transformation, I have no doubt that you will. 
So that's all that I've got for you guys today, talking about transformation, the physical transformation compared to financial transformation. I hope that I gave you a few things to think about. Why is it that our minds want to hold us back from seeking this important knowledge that is going to help us in every day of our life, in every aspect of our life? Something to ponder for you guys today. And until next time, I will see you guys later. Bye-bye. If you would like more information about how we can help you take the stress out of money with one-on-one financial coaching, please check out our website, www.fiscalfitnessphx.com. And please join our private Facebook group by going to facebook.com slash groups slash fiscal fitness money. And if you have a passion for personal finance and are interested in helping others take the stress out of money by becoming a financial coach, check out our financial coach training program at www.financialcoachacademy.com and join our free Facebook group by searching Facebook for Financial Coaches Unite. We'll see you on the next episode of the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where we'll help the world take the stress out of money.